test. This is only a test. Pickle. Hmm? Oh. Test pickle? I didn't say anything. Yeah, test pickles. Whatever. I mean, I like pickles sometimes. <laughs> yeah, In certain applications. Or test icicles. Testicles. Hmm. Testicles. 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 <laughs> the, the Greek hero you don't hear about very much. The Greek what? The Greek hero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, daddy. Yeah. Hey everybody, I'm Dane Holland, and have you written about me? I am Austin Shazam Pfeiffer, asking you shall receive. I'm Marcus Whitaker, the insane something interviewer. I didn't think of one today. <laughs> I'm Electric Man. <laughs> I couldn't tell. <laughs> I'm Austin Tiny Zent, and what was that? <laughs> I think it was Nerd It Through the Grapevine, a podcast where four best friends gather weekly to talk about our favorite parts of past, present, and future nerd culture. Yes, and today we're here to talk about one of my favorite subjects, Bigfoot. Yes. <laughs> now, most people don't realize there are at least 10 different variations of the Bigfoot. There, I found this website that breaks them down beautifully. They did my research for me. It was amazing. <laughs> so the type one, or AKA the patty type, it's your classic Sasquatch. It's the one from the original film that everybody knows and loves and has seen. It looks like a cross between a human and a mountain gorilla. It is a large, powerful build, a thick, broad chest, black hair, and gray skin. Other colors reported are brown, auburn, cinnamon, and occasionally white. Cinnamon. If I were yes. going to describe Sasquatch at all, I would be like, he has a cinnamon coat. Cinnamon Sasquatch. That's like a band name, too. So, type twos, they seem more ape-like than the type ones. They're reported in many areas of North America, especially in the South. They have a bestial, man-like build and large eyes and large pupil dilation for night vision. The hair is most often reported as black, but auburn, orange, and sometimes cinnamon. Mm-hmm. Um, the, their average height is around seven feet. They tend to be very territorial and can be aggressive. They seem to kill a lot of livestock, especially the smaller varieties such as goats and chickens. Oh man. They have human-like footprints, and they, they look very much like chimps and orangutans and bitty apes. Bitty apes? Bitty. B-I-T-I. That, that sounds like a tiny little bitty ape. Oh, I was thinking midi. Because that, that I was thinking like those like a sound effect on a keypad or something like, oh, you know, you push a button. <laughs> yeah. So the type three, um, it has a mandrill monkey-like face, uh, kind of blended with human. Um, they're bipedal. They have similar colorations as the type two. But they're shorter in stature, and they have been suspected of paranormal type abilities. See, this is where we're getting yes. good. We'll circle back. Not I only is it a big a hairy farther. creature man, but they have special abilities as yes. well. And I also don't know enough. And I would also be concerned week. about the type two big feet as well, though, because <laughs> if you were. <laughs> 
<laughs> you knew I was gonna have to go for it, wouldn't you? Because <laughs> totally what, what, what kind of Sasquatch is Wilfred Brimley? <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. What if the top two took? <laughs> Get it out. <laughs> the diabetes took his feet. <laughs> now what is he now? <laughs> big top two big stump. <laughs> yes, exactly the big stump. <laughs> Now, the Type 4, they're reported in the north-northeast. Um, they are they have characteristics like proto-humans, essentially, and they're roughly like human-sized. Um, then there's the Genosqua. Mm. It's a type of Bigfoot mentioned in Native American folklore, uh, also known as the Rock Man. Uh, there's also the Skunk Ape, which is similar. It's a variation of the Type 1, but they have a skunk-like odor that their bodies produce. And they average five to six feet tall. It's a big hairy beast man in the woods. Of course, it's going to stink. I'll tell you. Yes. We work. We work enough with the public that we'll tell you. It, it, most of the public um, is um, kind of smells like that. So that's nothing. That's nothing out of our evolutionary this traits. Is, this is paranormal stink. <laughs> oh, so it's not just yeah. another band name. So it's <laughs> they're a ska band. Pick it up! Yeah. Pick it up! Pick it up! Yes, they are. So in West Virginia, they have what is known as the Yahoo. Um, Yahoo! It's more of a. I'm not gonna try to do the sound. Think Ric Flair, but he's saying Yahoo really Ooh. loud. Yahoo! Kinda, kinda. I can show you a YouTube video. People doing okay. it. Wait, wait. There's a video. That's that's there's, the sound it is making. Yes, this? that's the sound that it makes. The 16 time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there's other kinds reported around the world. The Almas, um, that is, uh, it's, in, it's in China. There's the orange pendek, which is known to be a, to Easy have there. been seen in Indonesia. Mm-hmm. And then there's the Yeti. Everybody knows what the Yeti is. It's um, the really good coolers. No. Really expensive Abominable snowman. They're around no. Tibet and Nepal. Wait, so the abominable snowman and Sasquatch are like, Synonymous with each other? Different species, but yes. Same mm. creature, different species, kind of like, you know, you've got different types of dogs. So is like Nessie just a water squatch? No. Oh. Different okay. creature. Okay. Monster? Yeah. Is that the water squatch? I'm thinking no. that all these big feet are going to be just surviving links that are different branches of our existence that we just do not see. They're the surviving members of it. What used but let's to be, be clear, though, because we, we've talked about UFOs recently. I mean, this is basically the same. Like, we have about as much evidence for this stuff as we do UFOs. Right. It's super fun, but it's like there's so many sightings and so much folklore behind it. That it's really hard to get to, like what's actually true about it. Very yeah. true. See, my dad's a small foot. See, he's <laughs> he's got a size nine and a half foot, but he inherited the rest of the genetics from well, his family. He would be like a top four, which is the the <laughs> proto human. Um, <laughs> you can't you can't even get can't even get through the bit now with that. Well, <laughs> and the one that I've been really trying to get to this whole time is the Sulkalu. Or the Cherokee Devil. Now, this Bigfoot, he ranges between 10 and 12 feet tall. Uh, He's found around this area. Um, Also, the Type 2 is as well. And This area being the Tennessee region, the southern region of the states. Yes. (laughs) And the Sulkalu does even more paranormal type things. Like, he's known to have done mind control on people. Which is very 
interesting. <laughs> to make them forget he existed? No, to like control people and kind of to keep them out of areas and to manipulate people. What kind is the beef jerky stick man? Um, That's a Sasquatch. Yeah. Ju- yeah, he's called a Sasquatch. I wonder where I he would, would say other top land. one or top three. Because I think he's more stereotypical Sasquatch. I, th- I think right? when, when I Closer think, to top one. When I think yeah. type one, I think Harry and the Hendersons. And when I think Harry and the Hendersons, I think the Sasquatch off of the commercials. Yeah. Messing with Sasquatch. Jack Links. Yeah. Feed Jack your Links. That's the one. Jack Links jerky. Feed your wild side. Snap into a Slim Jim. Well, Mitchell. I watched a documentary on the UFO rabbit hole called the Bigfoot, the UFO and Bigfoot Connection. So oh, it's like, great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want, yeah. Somehow well, we need to just do that topic. We'll fuse well, them together. The, in the Sul Kalu, they th- some people have speculated that it's actually a being from another dimension that travels between worlds. Right. Now, I think that there's a probability that Bigfoots exist. Okay. I actually lean more towards the side of belief in those as opposed to aliens, mm-hmm. but not necessarily the paranormal. And you know, right. world traveling. It's aspect. probably like something like he said. It's just like some sort of maybe proto-human. Somehow I don't even left think over. It, I don't even think it's a leftover proto-human. I just think it's a species of creature that we've not officially discovered because the sightings are very massively spread, right. and a lot of them are very similar. But they're just they're so elusive that we we well, just I mean, can't get any evidence. Well, my to thought is it. that they're probably mostly nocturnal because. You know, we cannot travel in the night very well without lights and all that. And these creatures live in the woods, like deep in the dark woods. And so they would be able to more accurately move around at night than we could ever hope to. There's the reason that I'm, I, I will debunk the entire Squatch in general is have you ever seen the documentary animal films on say Disney or Netflix or like Amazon and stuff like that, like the yeah the ones where you're like, how in the world did they get this? Did footage? they get this footage? This is like, this shouldn't be possible for you to be able to get this kind of footage of these animals that like have never been filmed before. Like this, uh, I think it was like a white haired uh, like rabbit in the Arctic or something like that, yeah. or or a bird that had never been filmed before. Also, and they're they just had, like they're filming it, and they filmed a specific style of fighting that a uh, poison arrow frog does, and <clears throat> where poison arrow frogs are, you know, colorful and poisonous to those that would ingest them. They also have to fight off their own kind, so they actually have their own form of wrestling that they do, and it was the first time it was ever actually caught up. Uh, up close and find, like watching it happen is crazy. And there's an entire one on Disney uh, on Disney Plus about nocturnal like like what happens in the night like with animals. Yeah. Yeah. And well, if you can get that kind of footage, how could you not get that kind of footage like in the woods in the south? Well, I mean, I totally see what you're saying. Don't don't get me wrong, but I mean, when when something is endangered and because I think that if they do exist, that they're highly endangered. There's very few left. So that would make them much harder to find, correct? If there's only you know a handful of these creatures left in the large expanse of the wooded area around you know this part of the country. You're going to have to go to the national parks. Uh, anything ranging in the mountains, uh, anything that's going to be wilderness area, something that's going to be left wild for a reason that's the most likely place that you're going to see something like this. You're not going to find it in a populated area where it's going to go try to live off humans. We're too big of a threat to it. 
you know, if this is a big if I, I just I really like Bigfoot theory because Bigfoot theory to me is one of those things that's probably just been in front of your face, but you just ignore kind of idea yeah. for me. Well, it's like, well, it's kind of like telling people about aliens that don't believe in aliens. You're like, I saw this thing in the sky. Everybody's like, oh, whatever you was. You was, you know, drunk or exactly. you just don't know what you're talking about. There's nobody else that around you that's seen it, you know. And so these sightings exist. You know, there's thousands and thousands of them. Um, the Bigfoot Research Center, uh, it's a website you can look up. It's just reports of all these people and their different encounters with Big Feet. That's what I was going to say. It's like, it's exactly the same phenomenon almost. Just replace Bigfoot with UFOs or vice versa yeah. because... What we can definitely say for sure is that people have these experiences. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So whether whatever is true about it, it doesn't matter what it is, whether that's completely debunked or not, it's still a fascinating topic because of how good our brains are at tricking us. Yep. In high school, I had a friend named Mary Beth. Mary Beth had a father who was a preacher, and his second thing he liked to do the most was also Sasquatch investigations, and he would go off on research missions to find Bigfoot. And this was, the, and this man still is so into Bigfoot research. And whenever some, whenever you find out somebody's into this, like at that kind of level, it's it's weird to me. Yeah, I've listened to an interview uh, of a man named Mark. Barton or Mark Burton. I don't remember exactly. Mark Martin. He's a race car driver. No, no. It was Burton or Barton. Anyway, so he and his friend Chris went out, just went camping. They wasn't necessarily searching for Sasquatch, but they set up trail cameras, you know, just to see what was around. And at one point, a couple days into their trip, uh, Chris went off to do something, take a leak, some of that effect. And there was a bunch of like a bunch of racket that was over off to the side. And he thought, ah, it's Chris just trying to, just trying to mess with me because supposedly Bigfoots communicate through wood knocks and different types of howls, depending on different types of species. So anyway, so he hears this commotion and he gets up to see what's going on with his friend, Chris. And he felt giant hands grab him on the shoulders and force him back down into the, into the chair that he was sitting in hands that were way, way too big to be a human's. And then he felt a presence going into his mind, trying to manipulate him to do things and to leave the area. And he said the presence in his mind was just completely foreign and other. It, 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 it's a wild interview. Well, the, the thing that I, I really find interesting about the Bigfoot is the possibility of finding out Bigfoot. Like, oh, I'm smacking my the mouth. mouth. I don't yeah, say it when I was Bigfoot. So, <laughs> Bigfoot with powers seems just like an obscure, so, like stupid idea to me. But I've I've also seen that turn it. into yeah. like a DreamWorks movie, you know. And it, like the, I think it was actually the Bigfoot Family. I think it was a DreamWorks movie, and they had. I feel like I've seen like a commercial yeah, and they, or a picture or something from some and, cartoon. And they all that. exhibit different features from different species that you mentioned within that. So it's kind of funny that it's like. It's used like people use information that they have on them. Oh yeah, and that seems like an Elseworlds idea for me to have like this dark wooded creature sorcerer slash shaman <laughs> idea coming along. But that gets to my topic, which is going to be revolving around that, and it's called 
as a suggestion from our listener, Jessica New, would you rather... Ooh, I'm down. Ah, Let's do this. Beans. Would you rather... And I've got them separated into some pretty good nerd categories here. Oh, okay. It's not going to be the typical would you rathers because we got to Would you rather kiss Marcus's butt or his nipples? No. The answer is yes. I wish (laughs) wish it is. So what happens is we're going to go first off with the power section. The power section is going to start off with Tiny. Tiny, would you rather be able to teleport and fly... Oh, teleport or fly. Teleport. Okay, why? Well, for one, I'm scared of heights and depths. This okay. has been established. And number two, <laughs> why, why would I need to fly somewhere when I can just be there in a second? Good answer. Good answer. Bad answer. I don't like that answer. It's Plus, much. if I'm in, if I'm getting into trouble, <laughs> say I'm out in the woods and I'm attacked by a Sukalu, I can just teleport back home and it's all good. No, you just give him a <laughs> Yahoo! No, no, that was the Yahoo. That was the Yahoo. Yahoo! Why does that stupid commercial still exist in my brain? But transmission can go bad. Yeah, that's the thing that I'm worried about with teleportation, because at least when you're flying and you're going to hit something, you know it. Teleportation, every time I've seen that go wrong, you're fused with a wall. Like You end up in a volcano. Yeah. I was thinking more like Jumper-esque. Where you kind of picture the place, and that's where it takes you. I like Jumper. I like Jumper besides Hayden Christensen. Yeah, the books were actually very good. Too much of a control freak to want to teleport. I said transmission because in Dragon Ball Z it was called instant transmission. (laughs) Yeah, that one. Marcus, would you rather have iron skin or rock flesh? Oh, this is a hard one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. oh, oh. That was completely unintentional. I know you didn't. You're not. I'm allergic to puns. Yeah. I know you. No wonder I've been feeling. <laughs> you rough. rocked right into that one. Been feeling a little rough lately. Uh, iron, iron skin. I think. And why? It's just more metal. <laughs> Another this is one. Too good for you. I'm ashamed. You didn't even. I'm ashamed. Look what y'all have done to me. I'm ashamed. You're evolving. Okay, fine. Y'all I had invaded my mind. And you know, and you know what? That's kind of funny because I'll just give you an alternate. Then fire or ice. Which one do you fire. want to manipulate? Fire. It's okay. an easy one for him. Yeah. Really? Is that you it? keep giving him easy ones. That's because yeah. I didn't want him to try too hard. He's got more left to come. Uh, Dane, would you rather have telepathy or telekinesis? Telekinesis. Because then I have the power of flight. See, that's a good one, too. And then I have also force abilities. Mm-hmm. I just feel like telekinesis is the one that's infinite. Like, if you can master telekinesis, there's so many things you can do with that. Yeah. Because if you can manipulate matter in such a way with the way you think, you might could even transport yourself somewhere, too. Like, it all depends. I just feel like there, that is the limitless power that I would, that I've always said that I, I would, I would like to have. So I'm glad I got one that, uh, it was good for me. Yeah. And, uh, telekinesis is, pretty essential to an advancement of a Superman in the Superman series of Supermen that have come along uh, along the years. Superboy Prime, mm-hmm. uh, one of his main powers was his telekinetic abilities, which basically just took like Superman abilities and cranked them up, and it made him extremely difficult for everybody to screw with. This next one is called Alternate Realities. Ooh. So if you, this is, this is based on a scenario to where you open your eyes and you're in the midst of a completely different world Shouldn't I close my eyes for that? No. Should I open them? No, cool. because you, you, but they're already open. Because you close your eyes. Okay. Blink. And, and as soon as you open them, blink. You're in a new reality. Blink. Same reality. 
No, 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 eyes no. Closed. For, okay. for the sake of the, for the sake of the, the topic. I'm gonna try uh, it. Not, a, not <clears throat> tiny easy. No, 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 all right, Marcus, I'm going to go with you first here. In this alternate reality that you wake up in, would you rather that alternate reality be revolving around alien invasion or zombie apocalypse? Well, I like the aesthetic of the aliens, but I think I could more survive the, the zombies. I think I would have a better chance, at least. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. That's a good, that's a good breakdown. Yeah. Because I can, I can envision myself in Walking Dead trying to slum it you know, in some kind of post-apocalyptic like that, I'm, rather than I'm slippery, I, I can I can slip <laughs> what away. What does that have to do? I'm just saying, I can sneak away from the stupid zombies. I did. I didn't. His get... skin is metal. He's yeah. also a very. He just has to get it boy. wet. Yeah, I'm a but, iron fireman, fire pyromancer. But people that haven't, just imagine somebody out there that's never met us in person that are listening, like they're listening to this and they just hear how like slippery you are. <laughs> I'm a slippery boy. <laughs> They think the first time they meet you, you're going to be just solid grease. And you're so nervous whenever you meet new people, you just get a scene about you anyway. Well, we do grease them up before every podcast. (laughs) Helps them slip into the topics a little bit easier. Well, I mean, I kind of got to say that I like the zombie apocalypse. I've even got a plan worked out. See, everybody does. And I'll just follow somebody I trust. My plan's better. Okay. Well, Tiny, if you were to wake up in an alternate reality... Would you rather yours to be a mainly ninja-dominated base society or a samurai culture-based society? Samurai all the way, man, because I'm fascinated by the idea of honor as opposed to just you know doing things to further your own ambition. In the shadows. Yeah. Though, I mean, ninjas are super dope. Yeah, but ninjas if can I, have if swords, I had my, too. If I had to pick between the two, samurai. I like the idea. I, I agree with you on that. I don't like the idea of the honor to the death part of the samurai code, just because that made me feel like they were very limited by their own sense of pride. I mean, culturally, they were very prideful. Yeah, you know, I know. but I mean, there's just there's so much cool stuff revolving around the samurai. I mean, I think the fact that they had such a metal shortage and they folded those small bits of metal that they had into the strongest weapons that they had in the era. I mean that was that's that's awesome. That's where the katana came to be. That style of folding metal, just due to that metal shortage. Well, they invented like some techniques that are used today in modern forging. They even had a primitive style like power hammer, like you see on Forged and Fire. Yeah. It was hand operated, and they were the only ones actually using that mm-hmm. for hundreds of years. Yeah, because they were the only ones that wanted to take the time to do that. That everybody else was using cast weapons. Yep. But ones are turtles, and the other ones aren't turtles. Ooh. I want the ones of turtles. Yeah, I like, I like turtles. <laughs> yeah, I like turtles. I'd I'd rather wake up and it be the Ninja Turtles than I don't think. Well, no, the Ninja Turtles were samurai in the third movie. Dane, would you wake up in your alternate reality and be more upset if you were to find out everything was magic, or if everything was mecha? I would. I think I'd be excited for both of these things. Like, everything? 
was magic or Mecca? Like if it was either like going to be you're everything. waking you're waking up and it's a magic based like, society, or you're waking up and it's a Mecca based society where everything. Like when I hear the word everything, I'm thinking like oh anything, even the bar of soap in my bathtub. Go go is like Mecca soap. It's like yeah, it's Mecca. Soap. Yeah, exactly. It like transforms like like Jesus tran- transforming Christ. Like it's it's one of those. Yeah. So yeah. these are both very exciting, but. If everything is one of these things, then I am also this thing. Yes? Or am I just me? It's going to be you waking up in this world, and you will have to adapt to the circumstances. Mecca, because like, if it's all magical, well, I don't know, because that means there's going to be like magic wands and Well, that means if, there, if you wake up in a reality to where magic exists, therefore that means you can access magic. Right. I would hope. But mechas are neat. Like a Gundam? Mm, that's, Could I that's be a Gundam? A, nah, you gotta mouth? be really high in the in the sky to pilot a Gundam. I don't like that. Yeah. I'm both a, a, a height and depth boy. Ah, oh, dang. Shoot. Is there a college I could attend? Or I could be a part of a, oh, a rowdy it would group go, of... It would, it would go either way on either circumstance, honestly, because there's shows about both. There is. <laughs> ah, jeez. Oh, boy. Are you going to be the irregular at Magic High School, ah, or are you going to be shoot. a part of uh, Mobile Fighter G Gundam? Oh, but I just... Ah, dang it. What was that I just got done watching? The mech one? Uh, Neo mech one? Genesis Evangelion. Yeah. Uh, that's more recent than the Harry Potters I've seen that I've watched, so I like that idea. Mm-hmm. But man, magic is fun. Pick one. Ah, jeez. Pick one. Five, I'm going to be a Gundam four. boy. Gundam boy it is. That knows magic. Oh, no. I don't have to choose. I hate him. <laughs> Tiny. Yes. You're going to kick off the final round of Would You Rather with your worst fate. You are killed by a, the urethra snake. Mm. Killed by an or a urethra snake. A- you're an urethra and urethras. That Ooh. just doesn't. That's still just that's, one option. That's still that's, that doesn't feel. Does that? You just repeated the oh, one no, option twice. I'm trying to figure out how to say it because it's upsetting. Is it urethral python and urethra? Urethra and urethra. You're making but my that wing like hurt. a name. Yeah, and urethra snake. <laughs> and my urethra. Okay. <laughs> there would be a snake that crawled into your. I urethra. understand, and you're making my wing just like. You know how you get a headache and a throb? That's my wing right now. I mean, that's oh, arguably oh, the sorry. My favorite part of my body. Forgot, I forgot your second one. Your second option. That's would, still a headache. Would you Would you rather die that? <laughs> would you rather die that way, or would you rather die impaler's pole? I'd take the impaler's pole because, honestly, honestly, okay. Now, wait, are we talking Vlad the Impaler yes. style where it goes up through yes. the scrum? Yep. Okay. I would <laughs> take that. I would, Anything I w- but my scrum. I would take that over the urethral ween devourer because arguably my ween is my favorite part of my body. That's where the word scrum just comes from. <laughs> he just saw everybody on those and he's like, mm, daddy like. Yeah. <laughs> so definitely, I would take uh, impalation. That's not a word. But it is not. Well, I don't think it it's a word. I don't know. But maybe. if it's not a made up, that's what I'm going to pick. I would rather die from being impaled. And urethra. Marcus, would your worst fate be scarier if it was nothing is real? 
everything is real. What do you mean by everything? Like everything Every, I experience in my life? Or everything. like cryptozoology when Bigfoot is real too? Recently I watched a movie that was uh, starring... Oh, what's that really crappy actress? Jimmy Buffett? No, oh. really crappy actress's name. She ben Affleck? freaking Star Wars movie. Uh, Daisy Ridley and... Uh, she is a very good actress. I know, I'm just trying to get them all steamed okay. up over and here attractive. under the glasses. Ooh, She's standing there watching he's us. Gonna blow! Uh, I think that... <laughs> <laughs> it was Daisy Ridley and Tom Holland, and they were in an, a, a different world where their inner... Chaos th- walking or yes, something? Yes, oh my God, and their inner thoughts are projected into visual projections that they can never escape. Yeah, I wanted to watch that. You can still watch that. I sure. spoiled nothing. That's literally the whole movie that happens, everything. It's awesome. Yeah, it looks I good. saw the ending. But good. that would be one of those situations to like, if it's something that you can think and it's something that is perceivable to you, then therefore it is reality. It is real. And Ima- then imagine how- a, po- a versus... Nothing is real. So nothing that I can think of. So everything's just my imagining. Mm-hmm. It's all the simulation, man. Yeah, I mean, like you want the that you want it cranked up to like. 20. It's almost no different. Yeah, it is. It's almost there's almost like not even a choice there. Would you rather it be all real or none of it real? Well, I would. I think I would rather things be real. I mean, rather it all be real. Yeah, learn how, learn how to exist in that. Yeah. Okay. This is making me feel weird. Sorry. I know. <laughs> oh, I, 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 now he's thinking. I, I tried to give the complex one to Am you. Am I real? <laughs> is any of this real? Is this a dream? Marcus has been dead for 20 years. Is that I doll mean, real? Was I ever even alive? Huh? What? Was I ever even alive? I don't know. Me it neither. depends. If nothing was real, you'd never know. Dane, would you rather be stuck in a time loop until you realized a way to get out of the time loop? And it would be one of the most, like, you would be reliving one of the most horrid experiences you've ever had. Or would you rather have an extreme case of anxiety that causes your entire body to tremor into the point of seizuring whenever you get nervous and or overly anxious? These are both terrible. I'd rather have Marcus's because both of those are bad. But this is like only bad. This there's no good in either of these things. Worst fates. Oh, that's what this is. Yes. Worst fates. Worst so, fates. Like what hell loop would I like rather mm-hmm. have? Mm-hmm. Jeez, man. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, the worst thing I've ever experienced is walking into my home to see you bent completely over with your pants all the way down to your ankles, uh, and your scrum. I am your hell loop. You are my hell loop, <laughs> oh. and that's why you've been with me for the last 20 years. Uh, except I, it would be accompanied by the sound of a demon goat every time you'd see it and it'd be all scary. Just <laughs> how, how much time do I get around this hell loop? I don't know, man. You're the one asking me questions. I want to know. I don't know. It's not my fear. It's yours. Well, technically, if it's a time loop, it's just it like to if it took two minutes point. for that event, you're just reliving the same two minutes. Well, I didn't know if it was like the moment I walk in the door and see his, his full scrum there before, like, but I, then all causality would all causality <laughs> all causality would just break down, and you wouldn't be able to tell what your actions were causing. All causality would break down. It sounds like an amazing thing for a breakdown to occur <laughs> right after. All causality would break. 
I'll keep that uh, one in mind, to be honest. You're so metal. <laughs> that is pretty metal. That's why you would choose Iron Skin. <laughs> All this is fuel for your next album. Um, I mean, I've already thought of three different band names. I, I'm beautiful. so glad. Did one of them involve Scrum? I'm stalling. I know you are, and I'm trying to allow <laughs> you scrum to. Scrum Okay, so that's that's the first one. And the second one was, oh, I already have anxiety. I already experienced that. But, but the more anxious and the more anxiety-ridden you become, the, the harder your tremor is in your body to the point to where it will cause you to seize and eventually shut down. Mm. Well, one, I die. And the other one, I wish I was dead constantly. <laughs> so I'm going to take the dead. Uh, there, there's the loop. I found it, the loophole. You know, that sucks because you died from that one and you went straight into the other one. Oh! Ah. That's what happens when you create your own game. You knew what I would pick. And that's, I mean, I don't know how much time I really took up doing that. But All of I just, it. I just, really? Did I do a good job? No, you, yeah, you did great. I'm so happy because I was just thinking, you know, that'd be a, a great thing to kind of toss around with you guys, you know, especially when it's something that involves an, a, a, a an urethra snake. <laughs> Stop talking about the, the wing constrictor. Uh, it's not a wing constrictor. It's a urethra snake. That sounds so much better. A urethra snake. I, that. So no, <laughs> no, no, no! <laughs> that's now what I'm you get put for it wrinkles. On the list. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus transforming Christ. <laughs> Jesus three D printing transforming yeah. Christ. Oh jeez. <laughs> oh, but anyway, next. <laughs> these these questions you had for us they they leave you to they lead you to these uh, alternate realities a lot of times like Marcus's brain is probably still working on this whole is nothing real or is everything real thing uh, but that brings me to mine which is fan fiction mm. like how you have you have your main story of what we would call canon and then fans love it so much and they have to have more of the story that they write it themselves. And there's so much of it that a lot of it is hot, stinking, fecal garbage. But there's some of it that you read that you just go, I wish this was the reality. And I want to know like, what you guys think of fan fiction because I love it, especially whenever the like originators of the content are they they're aware of it and actually see it as something that they're like well yeah i don't, I don't see why not uh or they're ambiguous towards it but that's what's so cool about fan fiction especially if it reaches the originator and i, I find it fascinating and i've read a lot of terrible fan fiction uh a lot of it's about sonic and his sexual exploits uh with characters such as mario and peach um not sure if you've seen those or not. Read those? Don't. Don't read those. Those are the bad ones. Those are the ones you don't want to read. Sonic the Hedgehog? <laughs> Were those on Literatica? God. It all ends in STI anyway. <laughs> Sonic transmitted. Oh, wait. STD. ST. What's an STI? Infection. Sonic yeah. Sonic yeah. transmitted infection. Yeah. Tro- yeah. That's a, that's one too. Tro- that's also that's also canon. That's so true. STDs and STIs are canon. Yes. That's it. Yeah. That's true. Okay. That's true. <sighs> Let me add that to the list. <laughs> right what do you guys think about fan fiction? 
Uh, I love fan fiction. I'm <clears throat> upset with it a lot more than I am uh, anything else because I feel like it's better than what I end up with with the movies a lot of times. Uh, just like Smallville. Lord have mercy, I stayed on, it was a specific page on Krypton, oh, what was it called? Oh, kryptonsite.com. And they had a place on there called the Rumorville. And Rumorville is where you went uh, and had fan discussion over different theories about what was happening in the next episode. And that that place would just, I, that's a wormhole of the internet that I'm, I'm glad I escaped and I don't exist in anymore. Because if you can, if you live to watch a trailer so you can predict what it's going to be based off of that 15 seconds that you just saw, that's a bad time. <laughs> that's a really bad time. But also, it can be serendipitous. Yes. Because I have a couple of friends, which I don't know if they'd be cool with me saying their names on the podcast, so I'll change it for the sake of it. Uh, but my friend Michelle is uh, from Sparta, and uh, Paul was from Canada. And they met on a Star Wars fan fiction website. That's amazing. Where they would get on... Um, and they actually wrote fan fiction, I believe, a lot for uh, Padme and Anakin and a lot of backstory and stuff with them. And that's kind of how it all started. Now they're married. Mm-hmm. They have a child together. I know who these two are, and I did not know that that's how they met. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> and it, uh, it's, it's, it's very cool. And uh, I, I just think that that's out of all things. I was, and I was there from the beginning of all of that because I can just remember uh, Michelle talking about Paul just being like, oh, yeah, they're, they're all the way up there, but I mean, I'm going to go visit and then they're going to come visit me. And it was uh, magic. Serendipitous found on Star Wars fan fiction. I'm kind of up in the air about the whole idea of fan fiction. Come back down. Um, in theory, it, it can be really cool. Like the Predator universe, a lot of that started out as simply fan fiction and then later become canonized, you know, with the different types of Predators and a lot of the lore because you watch the movies and you get none of that really. Um, and then you get to stuff like Star Wars, The Legends, that's that's fan fiction. It, it was not canonical. It wasn't the original storyline of the Skywalkers. But then a lot of it was made canon um, now with Disney, um, like the Knights of Ren. You know, they appeared in one of the newer films. Um, so that, that that's kind of cool. But then you get to like Game of Thrones. The last half of that show is fan fiction because the Amen. series has not been finished. Um, George R.R. R. Martin, he's only got five of the seven planned books written. And so they, he gave them like root markers of where they needed to go. And he said, I don't care how you get there. This is where you're supposed to end up. Um, and then they just totally botched the job. From what I've heard, I've not seen it all. Um, oh, you nailed from it. what I've seen, there there was some botching just in the beginning because they deviated from the source material. Mm-hmm. So it kind of depends on what you're looking for. And then some people they get weird with it and they make erotica out of it, like your your Sonic the Hedgehog, <laughs> My Little Pony fan fiction that turned into the brownie culture that can offshoot into the why do you want to do that to that poor little animal into pony play. I'm kind of with you. I'm up in the air about it. I, I think that 
it's obviously okay. There's nothing wrong with people making their own headcanon or even their own fan fiction. But I don't know. I guess in some way, it I could see as maybe a novelist or somebody that it could be maybe a, a little insulting at times. Mm-hmm. So I, I wouldn't know. But uh, I used to kind of get into some lost fan fiction. I was a lot like you when you were describing your... Uh, Smallville. Smallville stuff. So, you know, I was on the threads. I was on the boards. People dropping trailers. People were playing audio at, like, slow pace from the trailer. People were, like, taking it and reversing it, you know. I mean, it was very crazy. But, uh, so, you know, it when you get to be waiting on the next season to come out, you know, it takes, like, months and months. And everybody's just dying for something. And so, you know, these little fan fiction threads popped up. And I read some of those. But uh, most of it was just garbage. Yeah. Oh, most of it is. Question. Yeah. So when they reversed the Smallville audio from the trailers, did it talk about my sweet Satan like Stairway to Heaven? You mean Lost? Whatever you was talking about. I wasn't paying that much attention. <laughs> well, in Lost. You said playing listening. audio backwards, and I, I was like Stairway to in Heaven. In Lost, they actually would, like, because there was the thing called the whispers in the jungle sometimes. Yeah. And uh, some of the audio that was you know, playing in the show was actually already reversed. So sometimes really? they would reverse it and just to hear what it was saying. And like that people actually decoded some of the whisper messages. Well, Dad, I'm gonna have, I found a rabbit hole I'm looking yeah. into tonight. Dude, Lost was one of those Stop theory making crafting. making me want to watch Lost, Marcus. There's so it's many theories. so good. Well, some people are not going to agree with that. But and as far as like theory crafting, it, yeah, you can't get much better than that. Well, I just, I don't like how the Smallville, uh, Rumorville would go because pretty much we would all guess every episode how he was going to fly because he was never going to fly in the show for real. That's kind of one of the no flight, no tights rule that Smallville had. And we were like, nah, that's just, they're just, they're kidding about that. No, he's going to fly here. He's going to fly here. Did he at least fly in the series finale? I don't even want to Off talk screen, about it. Off screen. Like, no, he we've flew. We've talked about it before. Or, yeah. Yeah, he flew just that way. It he, was the suit that yeah, was that basically we, off screen. Yeah, off screen was the suit. Well, see, that's where like speculation, like speculation's not always fan fiction, but it can lead to fan fiction because right. someone can take this idea that somebody's been like, this is what should happen mm-hmm. or should have happened, and they just run with it. Yep. And there have been people, like, uh, wasn't uh, Drizzt? Is Dritzed. That, Dritzed. Is that how that's pronounced? Yeah. Dritzed. Dritzed. Like the cracker? Uh, Dungeons and Dragons-like character. Well, no, that's not fan well, fiction, is no, it? Because it, it, it hired was, him it to was write a that series character. of books based on a campaign right. that someone played in, I assume the author. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, so it was based on established lore for the world that Dritzed came from. So. so there was established lore. Yeah. Well, yeah, because it was a D and D campaign. Yeah. So that's a Forgotten str- Realms, right? Uh, I believe yes. so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's a strange like idea of fan fiction, like D and D in general, because you have the rights to change the story however you want, but what's canon for Dungeons and Dragons, like the actual like Wizards of the Coast, because they own it now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. That's well, strange I mean, to me. That idea is strange. Yeah, well, when you get to Dungeons and Dragons, like a lot of the lore is basically how the races function, uh, which it says in the PHB, like personality traits of different races. So I wouldn't say there's. it's really fan fiction unless you 
put your campaign setting in an established world. But if you build the world yourself, I wouldn't really call it. Yeah, that. homebrew. It's, kind, it's kind of kind of a gray area. But with Dritz being a part of the Forgotten Realms thing, like that was a, a personal campaign of someone, and then it became a book. Like it became yeah. a thing, well, I mean, like it a real thing. Essentially, right? eventually become kind of canon. Yeah, you know, because oh, yeah. there's been different books come out in the fifth edition based on Dritz, like yeah. the whole. Uh, Von Reich's Guide to Ravenloft. Um, it goes into where Dritz is and talks about Menzo Berenzan. I probably butchered that, but the the name is like a mile long and impronounceable. I'm sorry. And plus, I think with like maybe, I don't know, but it seems like with the fifth edition now that there, as they keep producing new material, new books, that's how things are being canonized. Because I think there's some some famous like D and D player did something crazy in Avernus or something, and now they've like canonized that in like a new supplement. I don't know exactly what I'm talking about. I remember watching a video about it, but I think as people are playing this 5th edition mm-hmm. and doing epic stuff, uh, some of that is being canonized, and just as they release new material, that's just the new canon. Well, see, I don't know. In, in that sense, yeah. I feel like it is fan fiction, though, because it's not like because all, this, all the campaigns that are played, they're, they're not taking all these things and saying, yes, this is part of this world for everyone. Like it's your personal experience with it, but as a part of the whole D and D universe, it's not. You know, it, it's your own little story. Yeah. But right. taking can, this campaign and being like, no, you guys wrote an amazing campaign of fan fiction, basically, and we're going to make it a part of the canon universe for everyone yeah. else that plays the game yeah. in the future. Well, like Matt Mercer uh, from Critical Role is a good example of that because the campaign setting for that he's running all of his games in they wizards of the coast actually published a book based on that world. And he changed some of the lore for some of the races that are present in his world. So sometimes fan fiction can become Canon. Like, like you mm-hmm. said, so yeah, I'd yeah. never actually, before this conversation, I'd never considered D and D campaigns to be fan fiction yeah. of D and D, but it's a very good point. Well, I think I think they're just assuming that you know, take and leave what you what you will, yeah, with, with your own games, right? But if you want to rely on our lore, yeah. here's the canon. So I yeah. think there is that underlying kind of history, yeah. or at least a guideline to give you enough to work with, like right. Oh, the oh, yeah, this sure. order of the whatever has always been around for yeah. thousands of years, like Warhammer 40k. There are. I think 300 novels now out about it. Yeah. And it, it it's ever expanding. So all the lore that's out there has, have been written by different authors that enjoyed 40 K. So that, that's another example. It's another RPG games. Well, I think they're, they've made an RPG gaming system, but the original Warhammer 40 K was not that so much. Mm. It was more like a tabletop RTS. Gotcha. Like forty, as in the number forty or four forty thousand. Okay, yeah, I thought you were saying like, yeah, forty k is how they abbreviate it. Okay, yeah. I thought it was like four, like delta d and k four dk, like no. four to kids. No, like when you see the books, it says it says forty thousand, but everybody calls it forty k. So sometimes fan fiction becomes multi million dollar movies. Anybody know an example of that one? Fan fiction that becomes a multi-million dollar movie? Well, and novel. What, Scott Pilgrim? No, I don't know, maybe. But uh, the Fifty Shades books. 
Those were that started out as fan fiction of the Twilight series. Really? What? Absolutely. It did. Where have I, have we talked about that before? I think we have. I think we did I think because we have. there's a little piece of my brain going, you know that, and I'm like, why would I know that? Yeah, but it, yeah, no we idea. have talked about it. But that's the thing, though. Did we talk about it, or did we talk about it on here? I don't think it was talked about on here. I don't know. And maybe it's not as blatant as I say, but I know that that lady was at least uh, known for writing a lot no. of Twilight fan fiction. It and can, so from, it can lead from to that stuff. career yeah. of fan fiction, she ended up writing Fifty Shades right. of Grey. Well, from what I've seen, which I've only watched the first movie, uh, I was forced to watch it by a lady that I was dating. Um, I swear I'm having can, some deja vu right yeah, now too. I think we've I had this exact same conversation. See, sure, we did. I can see some correlation based on the behaviors of the female lead versus the male lead, and the attraction between the two compared to Edward and Richmond Grumpy Face Lady, which camera oh. Kristen Kristen Kirsten Kirsten Stewart's character Jimmy Bella was her name Bella whatever her name was anyway the attraction was a very similar very intense feel so I kind I can kind of see that also there was very little kinkiness in that movie I mean. It, <laughs> Very little, you said. Yes, because people are talking about like, oh, it's so kinky and it's so this. I remember what people we were like, about. I want to get some ropes and then I want to <laughs> get a little whippy thing, and I'm like, you are so vanilla. I'm gonna Me get too. my sex jeans. I'm gonna <laughs> get my <laughs> business socks. Yeah, the on. only thing that they did in that like, he's like, welcome to my pleasure room, and you know, there's a pillory. There, there's stocks. Yeah, there's, down there's on handcuffs. This. There's all these ropes and leather straps and whips and riding crops and all these really cool things. And he only ever ties her wrist with a necktie. <laughs> this movie infuriates She's new. me. That She's is a new. that is an excellent point. That is an excellent point. Did you pause to count all that stuff, or did you just make it up off that, the top of your head? No, no, and hope that, that it's going to be in there when you go back. It was a quick scan. Okay, when I watched the movie, because I identified different things like that's cool, that's cool, that's cool. I want that, and they'd never even go back in that room that I remember. But there were no werewolves. It's when no. I hijacked your topic because you said, "What if Batman not rich?" Oh yeah, what if? And Batman so I was like, rich? Oh, "What yeah. if the guy from Fifty Shades of Grey was yeah. rich?" Oh yeah. <laughs> Because if Batman no rich, Batman Yonker. And then doubly so. Yeah, I wasn't here for that. So I think me and you were kind of on the same same, uh, wavelength, Shazam. (gasps) Because I also formulated some questions. Um, But I was formulating them more of in a frame of an interview. Because, you know, like job interviews can be like really like nerve wracking and scary. And I don't know, maybe if we ever, you know, I don't know if we'll ever interview anybody, but if we do, it should go something, something like this. Oh, no. But also, I want to say, this is not by any means perfect. I hold myself to a way higher standard than this. So I need y'all's help. Okay. Okay. On how to formulate better interview questions. Okay. So if you were going to start a gang, <laughs> what would you call yourselves and what would your mission be? I would start a, a, a motorcycle gang, but we ride mopeds. We'd be called the Fat Supremacy, and we would just roll around and make people eat the like <laughs> the food that's worse for them. Like, Talking about how my ass hurts. What is that broccoli? <laughs> is that broccoli? I see. Yeah, man, you don't want you don't want no broccoli. You got to at least deep fry that put some, mess. Put some bacon bits on that broccoli. Put some bacon on that. Deep fry that broccoli. Eat this cheeseburger. Fat my supremacy. ass hurts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd want to make I'd want to make the piss wizards 
And we just like, we really promote drinking a lot of water. Like we really want, like we're the opposite. We're probably like crypt and blood with each other. Tiny. That's a gang I would need to join. Like the piss wizards. Yeah. Because like, we're like, we just really want everyone to drink a lot of water as much as they can all the time. Because, well, there's a lot of urine that, that happens after that. I mean, I'm in the piss maybe, wizards, right? Maybe yeah. we're not rivals. Oh, yeah. I remember my Absolutely. two episode stream. Well, maybe we're not rivals. Maybe we're like, you know, like brother chapters, you know, like the horrible things that my gang makes them eat makes them so thirsty. So there you come, force <laughs> them to drink water instead of like Coke or tea or something. Right. See what I'm saying? Yeah, I just see at work, like I I, uh, I just have to urinate so much just because I drink so much water while I'm there. And so I, I now say that the piss wizard is going to cast a spell. And that's when I go to the restroom. Magic. And I relieve myself. So yeah, I, I've, I've dubbed my, But it's strange to dub myself the piss wizard now because of you being gone to, to use the restroom for an entire episode. So not only do we have the ascendants, we have the piss wizards too. Yeah. The ascendants? Yeah. Yeah, the piss wizard can change. You're right. You're yeah. right. It can. Yeah. Uh, mine is a uh, support group more so than a gang. Um, it's called MIP. MIP. Uh, missionary is problematic. Uh, we're a uh, group of like-minded brethren that gather every Tuesday night, and we talk about how missionary is problematic because we just have really tight hamstrings and we can never stretch enough. Look, is, is your cramps, just, man. Your it's, symbol's just a dog. <laughs> no, it's just a dog. It, it, it's, <laughs> back way or no way back way or no way it was called missionary position because it's God's position <laughs> oh, uh, uh, so of our three so you're the one hiring right you're yeah. the you're the interviewer we're the interviewees sure so yeah. now you have to you have to decide are you going to decide at the end who has the best I don't want to put my foot up on that table I'm not wearing any socks. That's I know, weird. I can almost see your scrumptious. I mean, if you want to play that game, you're more than welcome to. What game? The one you just described. But you're the one choosing. You would have to play No, too. I just made questions. I didn't have time you're to think judge. any further than uh, that. Yeah, you're the, the judge. arbiter, if we will. Of which gang I like best? Yes, the Fat Supremacy, the Piss Wizards, <laughs> or MIP. You don't have to choose, because then two of us will feel let down that our idea that we come up with in 15 seconds was bad. I forget what Austin's was. Missionary is problematic, oh, yeah. I MIP. think that one. I think that one. Yeah, you're right. You it was really good. What's your, favorite, what's your favorite part of Hulk Hogan's face? <laughs> See, <laughs> oh no, I'm stuck again. I'm stuck. I like. The, d- does does the oil on his face count? Because absolutely, that man does. glistens beautifully. <laughs> You, see, I can't. If I say mustache, you're going to find me as a very well, vanilla no, employee. I thought the same thing because I was like, surely that's going to be an answer. But I actually don't agree with that. <laughs> I love these stupid questions. <laughs> so stupid. Oh, just wait. <laughs> it's only number two, though. I like the, the crow's so feet of his eyes. I was going to say the, the dead, drunken eyes. Yes. <laughs> 
Me personally, I'm just a uh, I'm a fan of how he has mastered the interior of a Ford King Ranch uh, for his skin tone. Like I just that custom that custom super soft leather. Like like yeah. Oh man, is that the luxury edition? Yeah, brother. <laughs> if you could uh, if you could save one fictional character from death, who would it be? The comedian. I don't really know many cases of oh that little girl from Bridge to Terabithia she died God, for no dang. reason and everyone got real yeah. sad and the movie made no sense why she had to die yeah no can I, can I change my answer to Harambe <laughs> he's not fictional I mean the lore surrounding Harambe has become fictional <laughs> this is true okay fan fictional okay that's true I Mace Windu. Nice, because there's a lot of fan fiction involving him and how like this he didn't show his death on screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think I, but but it's assumed that he is dead. Uh, the, if he's not dead, then I would like to bring. Or if he is dead, I would like to bring him back. There's been leaked footage of the great Samuel L. Jackson recently with a purple lightsaber in old man makeup. But Spoiler. That, that could be. For anything that could be for an SNL skit, no, I hope so. <laughs> no, 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 like practicing lightsaber skills. I'm not gonna get oh, my I, hopes up. I don't, so. I don't want to know if that even exists. I don't, that's that's a part of the part of the internet. I don't want to, I don't want to do how many ridges are on the on a quarter 50. But no, that's way more than 50. I mean, I don't know. There are at a guess, I would say 25. That is so few. One yeah. for each. There's I would so say like few. 400. No, there's no, there's no, no. Marcus. No. Wait, I'm, did you ask this that, question without knowing the answer? Oh yeah. Yeah, that, I'm just trying to think. <laughs> My guess would be 72. Mm. So you're the no, world's... No, 76. You are the world's gnarliest pimple. Whose face are you popping up on? There's 119. Ah, I was close. <laughs> <laughs> The world's gnarliest pimple, and whose face do I want to pop up on? That would be welcome back, and I want to say that I'm sorry for forgetting you the past couple times, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Oh my God! <laughs> Why would you do that to our Lord and Savior? I just I forgot about him for a couple episodes, and it just hurts my heart. Well, you're gonna have to make it up to him. I will eventually. Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. That's that's who I'd want to pop up on. Just Sorry, I'm because, coughing so much this episode. Like, y'all. yeah, I think he needs to be dropped down a peg. You know, and I, I feel I'll, you. I, I wanna, you. I wanna, I wanna get that going. Does it have to be the face? Mm, no, I don't guess so. Okay. Oh, no, You're the tiny. gnarliest pimple ever. You can decide wherever you want to come up. Oh no, I would pick Sophia Vergara because <laughs> I want her to squeeze me. <laughs> that lady is gorgeous. I'm. The, it is the mom from other family. If you were uh, invited to Dwayne the Rock, <laughs> if you were invited to Dwayne the Rock Johnson's birthday party, but you were expected to bring him a gift, but you only had five dollars, what gift would you get him? Rock candy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'd walk in with some of my mouth already, and I would just probably stick like it. Pop rocks? Like, no, like rock candy. Like the candy on the stick? The rock candy? Yeah, like, like from Dollywood. I, yeah, I would just walk up and I, like I've never met him before, but he invited me to his birthday party, so he knows I'm coming. But I'd show up and I would have one in my mouth, and I would just stick another one into his mouth, and I think he would be like, I think he'd be okay with it. Wouldn't that technically be cannibalism? 
Oh, I because didn't even think he, of that. He is a rock of a man. Yeah, and I've been I've heard him be referred to as Man Candy. Oh, absolutely. I've got enough points saved up at the supplement store where I buy my gem stuff, <laughs> so I can buy him a. Ooh, it's either going to be a new. It's either going to be a T-shirt or it's going to be a shaker shaker cup. He's going to get a shaker cup that has that place's name on it and a half a used bottle of thermogenic body. Uh, uh, workout supplement, and I still get to have $5. <laughs> I think that the shaker cup with the Black Adam lightning bolt on it, I think he would really enjoy that because I doubt he has that. You know, that would be pretty nice. And, mm. from, and you know how I'm on the other side of it, the little uh, nerd through the grapevine microphone, just go ahead mm-hmm. and send it to him. Would it ever make it to him? Yes. Would it? Yes. How? Because we're going to make it and we're going to send it to him. It's going to be real. And he's going to love it. I know somebody yeah. that knows where he lives. If we say his name enough, he'll start listening to us. If the bat wiener... I didn't get to answer. <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> well, see, I too would just pocket the $5. And I would give him the worst lap dance he's ever had. <laughs> While I stick rock candy in yes. his mouth. Yes. And <laughs> Austin sits there and shakes a protein He's oh, like, and I just, you're going to need this for recovery. I let, I let it just build up extra pressure inside of the bottle because I filled it with hot water instead of cold water. And then I just you spray it, that. Like, just had that protein spray all over his face. Just We love you so much. Cookies and cream for the rock. <laughs> This is for you. Can you see my scrumptious? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if the bat wiener had been really small, would you have been disappointed? No, because I it mean, would have explained a lot more. <laughs> yeah, for for Bruce Wayne to to be old, you know, Bilbo Saggins down there with the old tip of it. I mean, that is some. That's some impressive squeezings into those tights all the time. Well, he had a cod piece. I was more concerned with the twist that it had because if you notice, yeah. it didn't hang straight down. It had a hard twist to the side. So but I would have been disappointed if it had been like little like because like it was a bipple size. It was warped by vengeance. <laughs> the injustice malformed his wing. <laughs> So, have y'all seen that video where uh, some guy just drop kicks Arnold Schwarzenegger? No. Yes. You haven't? No. Okay. Well, this is that inspired this question. So, if you had to commit a crime against Arnold Schwarzenegger, <laughs> what would it be? Identity theft. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand why you're talking about me. Like, like a crime, crime, like against the law, crime, or just like something that would just you shouldn't do. A crime, like an actual like on-books crime, crime. crime. It could be a misdemeanor, like you know. Like a criminal crime. I would just vandalize his car. That's what I would do. <laughs> yeah. well, he'd probably love that. Which one? The Hummer? Would you vandalize the, the original Humvee that I he has? Know. I didn't get that far. I, I would, would tr- just take the Hummer. Oh, Sorry. That was perfect. Yeah. In sync, yeah. I would just. Yeah. I would just take his Humvee. I would trick him into doing a crime with me. Because like go. a heist... Oh. I think a heist movie with me and Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> they would just let you get away with it. That'd be amazing. Smack that mouth. Okay. Oh. Yeah, daddy. <laughs> you son of a bitch, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> Why are Gary Busey's teeth? <laughs> That's all you got to say. <laughs> Nothing else. Why are Gary Busey's teeth? <laughs> <laughs> 
Horses look at that man and go, there comes the big teeth. <laughs> they move independently of his lips and mouth. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's just like all of his facial features. Nothing moves together. <laughs> How you doing today, Gary Busey? I'm doing real good, Gary Busey. How are you? <laughs> I knew y'all like that one. Oh, oh. Now we've got. Now we have a battle for the episode title. If, if I got soul crumbs on my shirt. If you had, if you had to be executed via a WWE or WCW finishing move, which one would it be? Uh, shattered dreams. Uh, gold dust. Nice. <laughs> I don't know what any of that means. <laughs> <laughs> that man's got soul drippings coming down his face. I had crumbs on my shirt that had to have been from my soul leaving my body. I, th- I think from the fireworks from the intro of them running out onto the stage. Nice. <laughs> Just, I was going with the tombstone. Light the me Absolutely. I saw a video the other day of an individual in a street fight that actually busted out a tombstone on somebody. So dangerous. And it was weird, though. It was an actual street fight. And you don't just do wrestling moves in street fight situations. But this person ended up having a perfect angle on oh. the tombstone. And they did it quick. And the other person jumped up from the ground after they were done. And they staggered off into the distance, never to be seen again <laughs> on the video. Oh, goodness. How many Danny DeVitos could fit on the International Space Station? Not enough, but way too many. <laughs> <laughs> well, how big is the International Space Station? I, I'm going to have to go with, I work too hard. <laughs> I, I'm too hard of a worker. Are we talking? <laughs> I really talking- beat myself down. Are we talking like max capacity of the International Space Station? If you are we could talking stuff like as nuts many to butts? as possible? <laughs> nuts to butts? Yes. Whoa. That's so many Dannys. 74? But it's a kind of a small little space, though, right? I know. Is well, that... he's a small little man. Right. I mean, I'm saying at least 30, 40. I mean, that man is probably roughly four bananas in height. <laughs> so. Doing some math, four bananas in height. I think they keep big bananas. I keep they they keep. I think they keep like. Hold on, (laughs) pause. We'll rewind that to start from the beginning. I'm repeating myself. I think they keep six astronauts on there at a time. I think. Yeah, Yeah, I think something like that. I don't know. Um, and that's just for like day to day. You know, they might have like people come up and like. I don't know, visit, whatever. And you know, I don't, I don't even know where I'm going anymore. I don't think I don't think Danny DeVito seems like a very energy efficient human because if you're an astronaut up there in space, you've got to have like a specific style of lifestyle. Do you have to eat a certain way, you have to be a certain way, you have to do certain things. I just don't know if I can imagine the DeVitos. Now can I imagine them as I said, you know, way too many but not enough? You know that can I imagine that? Yeah, because they just be Hey, it's bouncing. He didn't say live, Danny DeVito's. Because there'd be a mix. There'd be a mixed barrel at that point. But by the time they were there, <laughs> well, I mean, Danny DeVito is such a dense individual. Um, he might have the weight of a thousand suns in his body. We don't know. <laughs> I once mean, it, once he reaches that zero g and yeah. everything activates in the yeah. full orbit that is his body, I've never yeah. seen him lifted. So that's true. But I mean, like I said, he's probably four bananas tall. But I, at a guess, three and a half wide. At a guess, I'd say he's at least 
60 stones. I'm I'm so glad that none of this is regulatory that he's talking about. We're talking about, you know, well, well the forearms half-haired. Well, no, see, bananas average seven inches in length. Some rappers be lying. Average. You're saying Danny DeVito is 28 inches tall? No. That's what you said. I was trying to also, I was doing a lot of math. It's not good for your teeth, you know. <laughs> this interview is getting out of hand. With an A. <laughs> That's anyway, what I Marcus, what's your next one? Do we have time for more? We have, we have time. Uh, you, how many more do you have? A couple, but I've 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 done my big ones. <laughs> well, thanks. <laughs> I, I slipped them out real quick. <laughs> Show thanks. off. Uh, if you could have one person's dreams on DVD, whose would they be? I want to know what Kanye West dreams. I just want to know. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's a crazy man. I know. Exactly. Because I want to know what goes through a man's head. You know, that's like, okay, that's gone from all the way from like Jesus walks to like, I'm going to be a, like supporting. Closed on Sunday, you're my Chick-fil-A. <laughs> that is a legitimate song lyric closed, from that man. Closed on, Chuck, closed on Sunday, you my Chick-fil-A. Yes. That's from his I wanna, gospel album. I want to know what, oh, I hate that word. I want to know what goes on in his dreams. And I hope that it was actually just him and Kim and, and have, oh wait, are they divorced now? No, no, no. Are they together? I don't know anything they're still about together. No st- okay, so if they're still together, I just hear the song Dreams by Heart playing while they're together on the back of that horse. I would have to make sure to avoid the nightmares, but the question was dreams. Um, Ozzy Osbourne? <laughs> I want to know one. what those dreams are. <laughs> like, not the scary things, not the terrifying things, not the dark corners. I want to know where the spots of, of light are in that man's brain whenever he is unconscious. Yeah, that'd be that'd be an interesting one for sure. What if he's Stephen just, King, man? Just mm, all of it, every yeah. but see, everything. I, feel like I pick there. someone like really brilliant, and like I'd want to like, like I just said, watch well, their Ozzy dreams. Osborne, yeah. Kanye West. Are you talking about sukaluing <laughs> into someone's head right now? Ooh, with or those massive are hands. we being a if Cherokee? The Sukalu, yeah. If the sukalu could like download their life's dreams and put them onto a DVD, well, it's easy to do. First, you put your finger in their ear. <laughs> First, you lick your finger. First, you lick your finger. <laughs> and you do not get this it in their ear, and then you jab their nose in a specific pattern and a specific angle. And last, then he goes, last question. Then you have to hire one of us. Yeah. <laughs> yep. This has been a good job interview. Oh, God. I couldn't. Y'all have all had such great, hilarious uh, responses. Deal anyway. You like fish sticks? Okay, I'll let y'all pick. Should we do a bonus? <laughs> should we do a bonus Danny DeVito? Ooh. Or should we do something about... Morphing animals. Morphing, Morphing animals. animals. Okay, if you had to take one creature here on Earth and blow them up to Godzilla size, Ooh. which one would it be? Gracie. <laughs> Your dog. My, my mom's Shizu, who's afraid of everything. I'm, I, I want to see talking the... about more of like a race of <laughs> creatures. So like, <laughs> mine would be like bunnies. I just feel like they'd be really big and cute. Kind of terrifying, but maybe not all that destructive. I don't know. I mean, as long as it's not a chihuahua, I think the world would be safe. It can't be a dog. They would destroy us. They would dig Unless us. Unless you on everything. Capybaras. 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 World's largest rodent. Those ones. Because they're like super chill, man. They're like, like they could be up there that big and you'd just have a sign that said, please don't. And they'd be like, you know what? You're right. And I'm like, just going to chill. They're like pig-sized guinea pigs. But they pigs. wouldn't be any more intelligent. 
You would just have the power they're, to morph them into a They're giant. actually very smart to begin with, though. I mean, they're super yeah, intelligent yeah. creatures. Uh, the best thing would be is they would no longer have any of a natural predator kind of situation to worry about. So they would be the chillest creature on the planet because they didn't have yeah. to worry about being eaten anymore. I think they'd chill everybody else out. I'd say a pot belly pig. <laughs> Because God, we would all awesome. be so dead. No, they're awesome. They're adorable. They're super chill. And I would I would sleep on his fluffy face wrinkles. <laughs> well, if it was Godzilla sized potbelly pig, you would be able to be you know make it through the front legs just fine, and everybody think it's all good. And you're like, well, would you look at that? And then that big belly sack just running right over your house and just crush it with your belly. Don't talk about Toby like that, Toby. That's what I'm going to name my pot belly pig when I ever get to get one. <laughs> you better not. I'm going to well, name him Toby. Toby or not to be, that is the question that we'll answer next week on Nerd It Through the Grapevine. Thank you all for joining us. Uh, keep listening to us on Spotify and iTunes. And in iTunes, you'll find five stars. The first star is the size of a copybara. Capybara? Uh, cafe Barista. Cafe Barista. The first star is the size of a Cafe Barista. Uh, and the fifth star is a Godzilla size Cafe Barista. So if you would prefer a very large, super chill Cafe Barista, uh, go ahead and click that five stars because if you have a four star one, it's not going to be as big as the Godzilla one and it'll destroy you. Yep, because it'll be intimidated and scared and run for its life because there would be a five-star out there and it would overpower it. Exactly. Give Do five. And also, if you're going to be swinging by the Twitter, the Facebook, or the Instagram pages, you'll be finding us at Nerd Grapevine. Or if you wanted to get on our Patreon and talk to us a little bit about our Patreon stuff, we've got some messages that come from there. A lot of, a lot of good conversations happening on our next thing here as well. But wait, it is... Best friends, period. Tiny Ink, period. Get a sticker. And we are taking applications for the Fat Supremacy on our Discord. So just sign up and we'll ask you a series of questions. Does your ass hurt? Does your ass hurt? <laughs> Talk about my ass. Can hurt. you breathe when you tie your shoes? And why are Gary Busey's and teeth? Why are Gary Busey's teeth? Answer those questions, and we will make a spot for that on our Discord channel. And maybe you can Answer be honestly. a member of the Fat Supremacy. Yeah, don't lie to us. We will find out if you did. <laughs> oh, that brings us to the questions that's been plaguing everyone's mind the entire week. Oh, and it, hold on, let me catch my breath because the Gary, why are Gary Busey's teeth? It's just got me, it got, it's, it got me again. I didn't expect round two to happen. Uh, <clears throat> Tiny, when life gives you grapes, rutabaga, <laughs> rutabaga. That's my safe word. <laughs> <laughs> oh, You'll never be safe here.